Hashtag normalize a meaty badge. Hashtag normalize the meaty badge. <laughs> Absolutely. That will be a hashtag when uh, we promote this episode. And on that note, have a great night, everyone. Love your meaty badge. Goodbye. <laughs> Hey ladies. Hey ladies and welcome back to Herspective and welcome, welcome back to back. us. I, every time we say it, I feel like we need to play that song, that Mace song, like welcome back. Maybe we'll slip that in here. I was just singing that in my head. Yeah, I might do a little edit in. If I do, it'll start right now. <laughs> and if I don't, then <laughs> we just had a little pause for no reason. Then we continue on. But a seriously. Who knows? <laughs> Welcome back to us. Welcome back to our listeners. It has been a whole minute, uh, almost three months to be exact. We obviously took a little hiatus for various reasons. We'll get into that. Did you guys miss us? Yeah, you better have missed us. <laughs> Sorry to do that to you guys. <laughs> we we don't promise that we won't do that again. <laughs> Sometimes you just need, and I think everyone can agree, a little fucking break, especially in this world of COVID and shit and shit and shit, shit and shit. <laughs> I feel like how we felt was a very common, widespread feeling. Yeah, and but now I just we're have back. To say new show, not new us, not new show. I don't know. I think things will be a little bit different. We've got some things planned, but um, the shit. Shit comment just reminded me. Still us. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, Still you can Jess. give us a little hiatus, but we'll come back full force. <laughs> I am really happy to be back. I miss doing this. It was, as we've said before on the show, it's always been like a nice little break, a creative outlet. Takes me away from like the everyday. So, yeah, it's it's nice to it's nice to be here. It is. It is so much better to be back, um, as we've said. <laughs> I think we're Thanks. just excited. It's been a little while, so it's going to be – bear with us, guys. We're a little rusty, but – Yeah, are we um, Are we rusty? Is that what's happening right now? It's been two minutes, and what have we really said? So I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we're not rusty. We're not rusty. We just want to give everybody time to absorb that we're back, and – Fine, to jump into it a little bit, if you are <laughs> tuning into the show for the first time and this is your first episode because you wanted to start when things were a little fresher, um, Herspective is all about just, well, we're female focused. If you didn't already know, if you didn't read any of our like show notes. <laughs> Who reads those? <laughs> and if you didn't review it, you should also, even though you've never heard an episode. Uh, but no, we're female focused. We talk about pretty much everything we're unfiltered we're unapologetic we have the most amazing guests who are exclusively female we have quite a few amazing guests lined up that we're excited uh for you guys to hear and hear their stories and hear their expertise um so yeah we are just like girl power but in like the best ways we don't hate men we love men we have men (laughs) many men in our lives Yes, we love Ben. But uh, we are also to introduce ourselves because you didn't even tell them our names. We are Lauren and Jess. I'm Jess. I'm Lauren, but I feel like you should know that. <laughs> I feel like if they're not reading our show notes, how would they just know our names? 
<laughs> I guess. Also, you can check us out on social media at Herspective underscore podcast if you wanted to, like, see us too. Correct. <laughs> There's always that. In case you're new to also the to world, world. Yeah. There's... <laughs> There's this cool thing called social media. Uh, Instagram is one of those things it has pictures. that falls under. The, yeah, it's, a, it's like a digital picture book. <laughs> Sometimes it makes noise, too. In case you found yourself with headphones in your ear clicking a podcast, even though you have no idea how any of it works, here you go. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know if there is a better introduction. Yeah, the they're like, like you I... guys are rusty. We're not. We're still alive in this modern age. Our ears still work. <laughs> our ears didn't take oh, a hiatus. Just you guys. Also, our brains. Also, also we have things to say this episode more than this. Promise. <laughs> not sure when we'll get to it, but <laughs> we will. We're getting there. We're getting there, little by yeah. little. Um, <laughs> No, we are just really happy to be back, and uh, I think, yeah, our excitement is getting in the way of us talking about just what we've been up to in the last couple months. So, spoiler alert, nothing, like, extreme happened that made us take a hiatus. I just want (laughs) to... Were you looking for the goss? We have no Yeah, if you're you're looking for a tea or, like, did someone die? Nope. None of that. We are going to cover a couple of goss things though not about us uh we're boring but uh the world has still been going on and there's still some juicy stuff there definitely yeah there i mean a lot has happened in three months like three months is not a lot of time but it's also a lot of it's also time forever in the world that we're living in right now things are changing like every millisecond like i mean covid how could we not bring that up first because we're all still living in through with whatever covid and that's sort of been the dark cloud over everybody's lives despite we try to find the positives but it's a lot it's been a lot well for us in canada it's more than what has been going on thus far because where many other countries have started to lift so if you're listening not from canada you are probably like what do you mean covid we're over it and (laughs) (laughs) we're not (laughs) like we so are here in Canada but we have you know not to get all political we have an insane situation going on with our government um and like I don't even know because do we even want to get into the politics of we we don't want to go down that road especially not on our first show back but (laughs) this is now a political podcast even though we hate politics (laughs) if you're new to the world again social media (laughs) podcast television um you may or may not have seen news reports out of canada obviously if you live here you already know if you don't you maybe know you maybe don't but um yeah we have some crazy government things happening um i mean i have no problem letting people know it's not a secret i'm not a fan of justin trudeau and i think he is which is the borderline seriously um he's borderline destroying our company single-handedly company company exactly though (laughs) that's what he thinks of it is yeah i meant country but he yeah single-handedly i feel like he's just dragging canada through a big pile of dog shit um which sucks because i don't think the majority aligns with his beliefs and we are part of that majority and Hopefully, by the time this airs, there will be some changes because things, like I said, are changing daily. But 
honestly, I don't know. Well, so to again, I, we know we don't want it to be political, but it's hard to not because it has been kind of ruling our day to day life. Like I said, a lot of other people are like literally over COVID, and sorry, a lot of other countries are over COVID, and life is resuming, but we just don't know how that feels because it's going in an opposite direction. So all we can do is hope that enough is a fuck enough because I am done. I like, I don't even want to do any of it. The mass, none of it anymore. I'm over it. So well, same. And I think most people feel that way. And like, if you want to wear a mask, if you're someone who's like, no, I, I like, feel much safer, do it. go for it. No one will stop yeah. you, but please or stop care. forcing everybody else to like. Yeah. I think that's anyway. where we're at. With yeah, I don't want to. I definitely don't want to go down that route of <laughs> like what side of the fence you are on. Um, but on the COVID note, we got COVID. That happened oh, yeah. during our hiatus. That's true. Yeah, it was. I and not to diminish anyone else's experience, I'm just gonna tell you, I had COVID. I was completely fine. You had COVID. Your family, you were all fine. So. Yeah, the worst part was that it happened right before Christmas, so obviously we did isolate, uh, so to not infect uh, others. Um, so we kind of didn't have a regular Christmas this year, which we made the most of it. We were still together as a family, but when yeah, you say Christmas, in, in terms- do you mean the main holiday, which was my birthday, or are you skirting um, over that for some reason? Yeah, I was just you know just doing it in chronological order, Jess. <gasps> oh, sorry. I'm thinking, yeah, you missed my birthday. I thought that would be what you wanted to address first, but I guess Christmas with your children. Okay. (laughs) Fine, whatever. Um, So yeah, we did have a bit of a makeshift Christmas. It was definitely different, but like happy to say that we were together and yes, we had COVID, but we were all fine. Like it was, you know, symptoms for a couple days and really that's it. I, I echo your sentiment about not diminishing anybody else's experience because we do know people have had really awful experiences but um this was ours did die like we know that and just so we we know that it's not about hating people that died or anything like that okay (laughs) obviously we don't hate the people that died (laughs) oh my god now we're laughing okay anyways (laughs) maybe it's best we move along yeah so back to chronological orders had covid had christmas jess's birthday did not celebrate because she had covid yeah then i got covid um and i not from me i might add no not from you i got it from the world because uh everyone got covid (laughs) as the head doctor said so i got it from the world and then we were both fine and then and our we lives. recovered from COVID and it was 2022. Yeah. So, and uh, basically, well, actually, the start of 2022 was the start of a new job for me. So, that's another I know. thing that happened, which I'm so grateful I made the move. Um, for people that know me, you know what I did before and what I do now. But, um, <laughs> Just to sum it up, I moved from... For people who don't, it's a secret. (laughs) Yeah. For everybody else, too fucking bad. You don't get to know. 
Follow me on Instagram if you want to know. You'll never know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll never know. I, I changed jobs. The end. Um, yeah. No, I, I. That's the secret. I uh, went from a uh, marketing agency over to doing marketing um, on a client side, and so far it's been amazing because my previous job was extremely toxic, and just like not great culture. The team was. Um, it was a challenging team, and I'm not knocking the whole team that I work with, but um, anybody that has been in that position, don't stay. You don't need to. There's other jobs, and if they needed to let you go, they would not care. And that's something that we do want to talk about in another episode is just that whole thing, job transitioning. What do you do when you work for somebody who isn't a great boss, manager, leader, whatever? Um, so we will have uh, someone on. Yeah, and we talk so much about how if you're not happy or, or, you know, cut things that aren't serving you in relationships or friendships, but rarely ever do we cover that when it comes to employment. And that's kind of weird because that's what we spend all of our fucking days doing. So I like how many times in all of my jobs, I found myself, you know, not happy at some point, but stay for way too long. And it's funny. That's something that you kind of don't do, which I do admire about you and it is a little bit inspiring it's like oh yeah I don't have to settle there are a million jobs they wouldn't settle for you employers so definitely uh, an interesting topic I'd love to cover more and we will yeah well thank you and I and I do I do think it's really important because you're right people do stay and for obvious reasons financial reasons specifically um just fear of the unknown fear of the change and and thank you for saying that. Um, I if I it can inspire anybody, I am happy to because really life is too short to be in something that doesn't serve you. And yes, relationships, friendships, and jobs. Um, now, like I'm not trying to tell everyone to like run out there and quit their job, <laughs> obviously, but um, I do think it's important. You cause the next to... great depression. <laughs> yeah, seriously, me. I am the next Trudeau, single handedly ruining people's lives. Um, <laughs> Oh my god. We have um, this podcast for bad, not good. <laughs> yeah. This is how the new season is. We're just yeah. going to just be super negative. The world you know. sucks. People suck. Jobs suck. No. We'll blow up your uh, life if you listen yeah. to us. We're here to tell you how to ruin your life. Quit your job today. <laughs> Lauren had money. another job lined up. Let's just preface that. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even lined up. I was headhunted, which is a great thing because I wasn't searching even though I was searching but I didn't have anything and then I was um, selected by a recruiter and everything turned out really well and I'm super glad I made the change but that's one thing that you do maybe want to make sure that you have something to go to before you quit just in case but (laughs) hey in case you're a dumbass and don't know that well some people might have the financials to not need that or have some time they can be but it's also like yeah take the time if you can and really decide on what you want to do not saying that I actually know what I want to do yet but so far this job is working out I think we can Um, safely say nobody knows what they want to do when I grow up yeah (laughs) I want when I grow up I want to be a rich man yeah, a, a, a rich white man, because then yeah. everything's better for us. <laughs> the famous words of Cher. I yeah. want to be a rich man. Um, I, like, I Who really do that want said, that. Minus I don't the need, man part. What's up? Somebody said, I don't need a rich man. I am a rich man. That's Cher. Woman, oh. I just said that. 
sorry. I thought I was bringing brand new information. <laughs> My bad. Hot take. Yeah. Jess learned this quote from about 40 years ago. <laughs> Cher was that? doing an Did interview and... <laughs> Yeah, Cher was doing an interview and they asked her, do you want to marry a rich man or something like that? And she said, I am. Oh, her mother said to her, oh, you need to get yourself a rich man. And Cher responded, mom, I am a rich man yeah. or whatever. Something along those yeah. lines. We obviously yeah. butchered that. But the yeah. point is what she was saying spoke very loudly. And she said that at a time that really wouldn't be necessarily well received by the masses well clearly um, not if her mother's still encouraging her to marry a rich man right but her mother would have been from a different generation too so well exactly moral of the story is um quit your job if you don't like it and get a new one that's right well it's funny that we're saying this because we're coming off the tale of tuesday so the two 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 tuesday right for anyone who doesn't yep. know february 22nd 2022 it's a lot of twos in there i guess that means it's like a manifesting good day so i'm it all like in that mindset of like manifesting and you know bringing it so the thoughts of like is this job serving me is anything serving me is everything serving me is like all i've been thinking about lately and like what makes me happy am i happy so i'm i hope all of you guys are feeling similar too because that means you know it's on your mind and you're gonna be bringing good things for yourself yeah, it's an auspicious day, as they say, those that are, um, you know, spiritually in tuned. Uh, it's a day to release the old and allow the new to come in. Um, I actually kind of like didn't realize that was anything. I wasn't paying attention to the day when th- when it was. So I don't think I did That's any weird, good. I did tell you about it. I'm sorry. I, I did, did some good. <laughs> I didn't do some good manifesting, but I have been since and I have been doing affirmations Good, that's what matters i don't think it's like yeah. oh i missed a day and i'm done forever wait for 200 more years you know <laughs> it's always a good time to manifest <laughs> well they said 200 years is when that day would happen again i didn't say that <laughs> well i missed that one i'll wait yeah. for the next one <laughs> don't worry the next one comes around in several 200 years generations I'll just cryogenically freeze myself and uh, wake up on just two, to get it two, 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 whatever it is. So we hope that you guys did know that it was the day and you did some affirmations, manifestations. Maybe you had some big changes happen. Um, we do, you know, believe in a lot of that stuff. And again, if you've listened to the show, you know that we have had a lot of uh, mindset coaches and life coaches on and a lot of it is about your mindset. So we'll talk more about that in episodes to come as well because we take something away from it every single time we have one of these people on talk to yeah. us. It's, our our <laughs> We're minds not doing are it for literally you guys. just... Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it for us. We need all the help. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. Yeah, so we yeah. bring all the coaches on. Yeah, and it's like little free therapy sessions. Hopefully none of our <laughs> our guests to come are listening. We're not using you, we swear. We love you. We want to bring right. your expertise to you. the world. We need you. Like yeah. or thank totally. thank whatever. Thank the universe you exist. Thank the universe. The divine is how people the say divine. it. So one of the things we want to do, um, with, I, I, I want to say it's a new season, but it's not because we did start season three prior to the hiatus. This is but I feel like three. it's like, 
It's season three. So it's for a new this year, fresh start. Fair. For this new year <laughs> of episodes, we want to bring some fun stuff in. Not that our show isn't fun, but some more fun stuff. Um, one of the things that we want to do is have start a segment called I Was Today Years Old When I Learned or Discovered. So I Was Today Years Old When. So hopefully you guys as listeners can give us some of these things that interesting information facts details things that maybe we don't know and we would have been today years old when we learned that and um yeah i think it'll be fun and i think it'll be interesting oh my gosh me too because we oh well i always say we but it's really just me i always say like i feel like i don't know anything because we learned so much from all of our guests and everything which is terrible i really shouldn't say that anymore but um, I will say there's just still so much to learn and I think there's so many things that uh, we, we always just find so shocking like the information you're going to bring today is one of those things. Yes. Yeah, so to kick off our new segment, pew, pew, um, <laughs> drum roll please. <laughs> Surprised you did that one. <laughs> Jess, Jess is going to put sound effects in next time. Oh, so it's I better. I think you just did it. <laughs> I don't think I need them. It was basically like the same sound as you hear in the club. <laughs> like, how old are you bitches? They don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, what's a club? They've been closed yeah. for two years. <laughs> Actually, um, you know how I knew the world was coming back to normal? Pause on the other thing for one second. Um, and you know how I found out I was 100 years old? Was when I was doing a uh, pub crawl with Ian. And of course, we started at the ripe time of 5.30 p.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> and like in if that's not embarrassing enough we got hammered by like eight and started to go to like our little towns all of our restaurants and pubs and then we get to one that's completely empty but it has a bang and jukebox and so we like had the run of the place okay, well, and we're like oh that's how old you are right there a bang and jukebox like that's even before <laughs> our time so anyway continue <laughs> it was digital <laughs> okay yeah I'm not salvaging this at all, it but it, it, adds to this, <laughs> it adds to the point at least. Um, and yeah, of course, it's eight o'clock and we're in this club, which I didn't know. I thought it was just a dead restaurant, but it had the jukebox. So we like made the most of it. And then all the 19 year olds started coming in. I'm like, oh, we're just so fucking old. Nobody 19 and like of, of the cool young age surfaces at five or six or seven or eight. So then we found all the club goers. And then when we were obviously walking home, we saw the line of our club. We have two clubs downtown and all the girls were wearing like no jackets. And like, you remember how we would wear like our mini dresses and be freezing in the winter and it was ridiculous. They still do that. But now the trends are like wearing like the crop tops with the like baggy jeans and stuff or I don't even know the lingo. Like, you know, the jeans that are like not form, not skinny jeans. You're, you're jeans, right. Wide jeans leg jeans? In. Yeah, I guess. That's what the kids wear nowadays. So that's what they were all wearing instead of the mini dresses, but still no coats. Anyways, I just wanted to tell you guys what I've been doing for three months is just realizing how fucking old I am. And here we are. So anyways, please continue with your story. Yeah, I was 
micro skirts are back in and let me tell you i've been wearing a micro skirt before you were even in kindergarten most of these people so um, kids i've I've already done the minus 20 degrees in a micro Mm. mini a dress that's basically made out of air and stilettos could you imagine doing that now though stilettos in a tube dress in the dead of winter and waiting in line for the club yeah well the reason i think we have to clarify for the kids for the gen zers <laughs> the reason we did this is because we were too cheap to pay for coat check which at the time was probably three dollars or maybe two bucks at most five yeah so this is uh, this uh, was uh, the mentality but no, this is what i'm saying they're still Thank doing God there this. was no social media they're <laughs> they're still doing this though that's what i mean they had no jackets on i'm like oh kids just never seem to figure that part out like it's still winter but, but when you're of, that young, you don't feel the cold. Like, no, I didn't really. I did feel it by 4 a.m., I guess. But, like. You feel cold, but you're living off fucking youth and energy and adrenaline. And you're about to dance all fucking night. And you've had, like, too much many fucking drinks. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much Bacardi Raz, as I used to do. Oh Smirnoff god, ice so baby gross. oh god okay well Ew. we'll take y'all down memory lane another time <laughs> but on the thread of youth this is actually quite fitting we did digress clearly but getting back to i was today years old jessica when i learned that recreational virginity is a thing now what is that you may ask it's no, a couple things <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Definitely asking. <laughs> it's a couple things. And from what I have discovered, one part of it is the reconstruction of a hymen, a woman's hymen, which obviously it's women, men don't have hymens. Um, so I just wanted to like unpack this a little bit because obviously – a bajillion years ago um pre women's movements and women's rights the hymen was associated with virginity so as a woman the first time you had sex your husband or your partner should have i guess back then would have been your husband was expecting to break your hymen and so therefore what he is solidified still. well right? no like wh- what do you mean what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean back in the day? Because we still have hymens. Right. But it's not associated with virginity anymore. Okay. So I have to just be frank. I just, just Google exactly what a hymen is because I did, I did not know. Do you? <laughs> so I yes, was two it's... years old when I also learned what a hymen actually is. <laughs> <laughs> So do you know okay, well, Jess, maybe we need to back up for those that don't know. So please, please inform. Are, when you say by these who don't know, do you also mean you? No, I don't mean me. <laughs> okay, well, a hymen is a thin, fleshy tissue that's located on the opening of your vagina. So I did not know that. I know what a hymen is. I know when you lose your virginia, your hymen breaks or whatever. But I didn't know it was like a thing that you can see. Well, you can't really. I mean, I guess... I don't think to like me or you or someone being down there would be like, there's Doctors the hymen. Can. Yeah. On well, SVU, they always say, oh, the hymen was broken. Okay. Well, good thing that's a real victims. fictional show. Um, so 
The point is, the hymen, as mentioned, is associated with, or has been for many, many, many centuries, associated with virginity. Okay. Jess, Jess and the rest of you should know, and if you don't, here's a learning (laughs) opportunity, that the hymen can break for a myriad of reasons. A tampon, a hard fall, apparently. Horseback riding. Horseback. I knew you were going to say that. How would you know? Because of T.I.? Because when I think I of guess. this, I think of T.I. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, other, like, masturbation. It doesn't have to be actual, like, partner sex. Like, there's, there's lots of reasons. Maybe it could just break if you had a hard cough. I don't know. But the point is weird sports what apparent sports yeah apparently what was common this past valentine's day um is this like patriarchal (laughs) valentine's day (laughs) this is when i learned it so it technically wasn't today years old it was like a week ago but today (laughs) i was today years old but it's just a really interesting um social construct right the hymen is associated with virginity and if it's broken you're not a virgin so what is happening is i guess penis owning folk in heterosexual relationships are now requesting that their female partners could get hymen reconstruction to give what this for the experience of taking a virginity Oh my god. Okay. When you mentioned right? hymen reconstruction, I thought it would be I don't know. Like, Not I thought that. it was like, you know, <laughs> vagina reconstruction, like to make it look better. I don't know. I didn't know it was for this. Mm-mm. That's mm-hmm. fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I wanna so know it's does just... a virgin feel differently than a non virgin to the point where you're getting hymen reconstruction surgery. Well, I don't remember lose <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. It doesn't even make sense well, because I don't, I don't remember long pause of any, of when I lost my virginity. Me neither. Really, really I do not. remember. But I also I was using tampons. I was always into sports. Like that thing could have been broken many, many moons before I lost my virginity. And I I wouldn't know. Like apparently though when or it does. Care. Or Yeah, well, obviously. Why would But you when care? it does break... I, you would bleed a little bit because it is tissue. So there is um, like blood and but whatever you know else. What? I've had that happen from rough sex. What if I'm just, what if I still have my hymen intact? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't see her eyes just now. It's like, oh, fuck, no, you don't. I am willing <laughs> to bet a lot of money that you do not have yours intact. Okay. That's, you know, as soon as I said it, I was like, you know how much shit has gone up there? There's just no fucking way. <laughs> Many things. <laughs> That's for your imagination, Oh, folks. my God. Yeah. You're welcome. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about tampons and stuff, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, I just found this like dicks. quite unbelievable d- dicks. <laughs> um, oh. but like yeah, it, it's a piece of tissue, and there the patriarch obviously had determined. I know, it, you know, no it would reveal. Like, I want yeah. my hymen back. <laughs> yeah, 
that it, but the point is it would re- supposed to reveal whether someone was a virgin or not and um now they want these surgeries and i'm sure it's not just men pressuring their female partners um women may want that experience too or to and to know that they've had that experience so i'm not like saying this is all men but it it it, do, it is from like a patriarchal social of course construct. like it's if not this is like there's no way women in a women-focused society would ever fucking care because Think like we that. know we have a lot more to deal with than this. And yeah. I don't know why we have this importance over virgins. Like, uh, like that's fucked too. And I really want to eliminate that only for the fact that people, you know, of course, use children to get that a lot of the time. You know what I mean? If they care about that. So that's very scary. That is very scary. Yeah, I mean... I think it's all, like, connected, right? Like, virginity, the hymen. Um, obviously, for females or, like, vagina-owning people, it's really no one's business, and it doesn't determine anything for you if you are somebody that is like, oh, I'm interested in doing that for a whole experience with my partner. No hate or shame at all. But um, for those that maybe are under the belief that the hymen is, like, very important and integral to being pure or virginity or whatever, like, it kind of isn't. And I obviously we're not doctors and I would love to have someone on that could talk a little bit more thoroughly and educated about this. But I would like to know if a man has would know if he has broken a hymen or not. Like, did he feel it? How do you know? Like, because it's it is, again, a patriarchal thing that is that would drive this. And if they don't even know it's happening or how, then why does it matter? Like, do you want to see a female bleed after you have sex with them to like that would determine like it just it's such a silly thing in our opinion. I'm speaking for you too, Jess, because I know how you feel. Um, if it's driven by this like false construct, right? Like this false belief it, that sure it, it, it represents virginity. It's it's very silly. And I think it's kind of damaging because there's just another thing to make women feel insecure. Well, and to place value on such a non-important thing, um, in my opinion as well. And I don't, from my own personal experience drawing on like a few th- things, I don't think men feel it because, or know that they're doing that. One, also not from my experience, but also why they do like the, the check of it. Right. So if you're like, they check for the hymen to indicate that there's virginity all in air quotes, but wouldn't you just know if you had sex with them? So you have to check or whatever. Right. So like, that's a thought process of it. But also I remember when I had sex with a partner, a lot, obviously a hundred years ago and it wasn't my first or second, I think he was like my fifth partner and I bled and he's like, oh, I wonder if that if I popped your cherry. And I was oh, like, God. I know that term, that term alone. Yeah. But I said, how could you have? Because I'd slept with other people like many others before. So how <laughs> could you have? And he, and so you think he would know if he would have known he wouldn't have said that. You know what I mean? That's my experience. And that's my thought. And, process. and that's clearly the like ignorance. Right. That's the mentality behind it. Like he obviously said that with some sense of like accomplishment, a pride, like, oh, I did this. Like I, 
deflowered you. All these silly like, like terms. Yeah, and and this is uh, this idea of bringing this type of surgery to reconstruct the hymen, I think is kind of harmful to women and especially girls because when you think of the hymen, you you should probably associate it with like a more youthful body, maybe yeah. a prepubescent body, uh, female, because why would it be broken? Um, yeah, there's no tampon. There's yeah, we're not maybe yet masturbating, and you weren't sexually active in any way. So now you are kind of bringing gl- glamorizing like having sex for the first time with someone who could be very young and. Like That's, again, this is just our too. opinions, and I and because but I was eight years old wrong. when I learned this. Yeah, I'd like I mean, why else? I guess though, like if you if you are a confident, secure woman in a very healthy, stable relationship or polyamorous relationships, whatever it is, as long as you are good, you feel good, like you're making the choices about your body, or it's a conversation that is like consensual and equal among partners. And you want to do this because it, you do want to create this whole experience t- with a partner or whatever, then go for it. But I just think it it's very – it's a delicate thing and it needs to be kind of considered and taken seriously. Obviously, I don't know anybody who has done this or – Well, that's it, what I mean. Like who out there is doing this. that you just said, why would you want to do it then? Again, I don't know. And that's why I worry like – is this are we starting to go down a line because obviously there's so many like surgical reconstructions alterations that women make men make too but a lot more women and when you are faced with social media and those comparisons why not add hymen reconstruction because like and if you're new to the show you'll learn quickly that we use the kardashians for like every single thing um but have you ever noticed that when they're in bikini pictures or basically naked pictures, they don't have like vaginas. It Vagina looks lips. like there's nothing there. Yes. Or even even like a real region, a real vaginal region. I know. I always think of that. I too. should say Volva. We've learned this, but Yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> like, yeah, Lauren, even though I was just about to call it a vagina as well. Um, you're I know I noticed those vulvas for sure because I feel like I have like a meaty vulva. Can't imagine any vagina that I of all my friends too, like I've never seen a no vagina seen or a, a no, no vulva. vulva. Right? Yeah. Like that's and so I weird. like I've seen your <laughs> vulva and I don't think it's meaty. <laughs> I just feel like it's a little chubby or something. No, it's like a, a meaty bat. <laughs> anyway, it's definitely not what they're portraying. Like they've lipoed those things or something, or photoshopped it out. Hopefully, and it's not actually just like. But cut why off, the fuck but... would you? Because e- no, even I'm thinking. You about love children. your meaty badge. You love your meaty no, badge. I love, Own it. I love my vagina. No, I love my everything. Of course, I'm very happy with my. Um, vulva and labias and all the things whatever <laughs> like i don't know what i'd refer to it because i think of vagina but it's not right so it's I a guess I'm just, like breaking it all apart but i like my vagina hole too <laughs> all the stuff <laughs> anyways um but even small children like girls like even a baby looks like you know there's still something there so i have no clue 
And it begs the question to why you want to like make it look basically invisible. Like that is part of you. That is part of being a woman. Um, I'm not saying I want to see the Kardashians like vulva lips flapping in the wind or anything in their pictures. I want them to enlarge their vulva. I think there is a lot of female celebrities that are high profile like that. That whether it's photoshopped or some kind of reconstruction or surgery, whatever. Why are we trying to diminish the appearance? Like, is it, do you consider it ugly? Do you consider it, like, offensive? Do you consider it shameful? Like, why are we doing this? Because it isn't what a body is supposed to look like. That's It's there for a purpose. And we all know anyone who's ever slept. We just, again, because we're introducing everyone to us in this episode. um, We, Lauren and I are both uh, heterosexuals with men. We're biological women dating men that's we're cis females very politically correct i'm trying to be (laughs) and so (laughs) just trying to be so that's what we speak on is is our experience from that realm and i think we can both agree that no any man that's ever come anywhere near our vulvas and vaginas have never been anything other than in awe like they're not all men are just like oh pussy like they're not they're not like oh Whoa, look at that straight That's hair. a meaty, a meaty that vulva a meaty that you've guy? got there. That's a little too meaty. <laughs> you know, like no man has ever said anything. It's it is the flower. It's like the the final like step. It's like the the good. It's the holy know? grail, yo. Yeah, the, that's, that's what they want to go. Get to. That's and the, like, yeah, the I've ne- in my experience, I've never had anyone diss my meaty badge. Um, <laughs> In my life, and have they behind my back? Hashtag Maybe. normalize a meaty badge. Hashtag normalize the meaty badge. <laughs> Absolutely, that will be a hashtag uh, when we promote this episode. And on that note, have a great night, everyone. Yeah, well, that's all love we your meaty badge. Goodbye. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Meaty Badges. Yeah, we should just end it there. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, for, okay. So just like going back to the segment, this isn't these segments um, are <laughs> oh, yeah, supposed to segment. be fun, <laughs> and it isn't always necessarily going to be like where we want to go down like the negativity road. But really, truly, I was like shocked by learning this. I didn't even. I would never yeah. in my life have thought. Oh, I wonder if hymen reconstruction is a thing, and should I be getting it? And oh, would my husband want <laughs> the I virgin experience? Do I need this? And does he want to feel my hymen break? Like, I've had two children. If he did, would you do it? No. Okay. We're not questioning yours. If we're not questioning mine, we're definitely not questioning yours. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It got broken from... If it was not broken from intercourse, it was broken from the exiting of my children. Intercourse. Definitely the two kids' heads coming out of it uh, would do it. I mean, yeah. If If... Justin asked for that I think it would turn into like a pretty big fight because I guess I would be like well why like where did you learn this why would you even think of it like you know <laughs> well what if you told him about this well I'm, and I'm he gonna said, I'm gonna I after want the that. show I'm gonna after the show and see <laughs> so see he, he better report I will report back I'll report yeah. back you can ask Ian too Ian would ugh, as if he would be like oh my god He'd you're like, perfect what's the way a you hymen? are <laughs> I actually, we should phone him in. He could be our first male feature on an episode. Ian, do you want me to get reconstruction surgery? On actually, my hymen. I could, on my hymen. <laughs> Not anywhere else. 
<laughs> Not on the obvious body parts. <laughs> but I think that's enough on uh, what I was today years old uh, when I learned segment for this one. But we'd love to hear what you guys think about it. Like, if you have you had it, please let us know. We won't obviously share names if you don't want us to. But even if you want to be a call-in to talk about it, I'd love to, like, get some information opinions yeah and why and what drove it and like was what did it feel like was it different what was the experience so um or just like your general thoughts to our listeners what do you think about this um because obviously this came up big time when ti was in the news like whenever that was a year or two years ago i don't even know now because he checked his daughter's hymen his daughter's hymen until she was 18 right to can he well he got a doctor to do it to clarify but yes still just as fucked Right, which is kind of crazy because you would think that the doctor would say this doesn't mean shit, but... Well, rich people can do anything, clearly. Yeah, or maybe the doctor was like, your dad's obviously an idiot, and I will just say whatever just to appease him and I, eliminate the she say that, humility uh, or humiliation for you. Like, I think she did end up saying this is a going against a, an individual's rights, and I refuse to acknowledge it, especially because... It could be broken from things like horseback riding. Right. But I, he was doing it every year, apparently. He, Oh, yeah. He was going to cut her off if he was broken before 18 or something like that. I, I don't want to. Yeah, we'll have to like Google that. it, I guess. But I mean, it was kind of brought back into mainstream media for a minute. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you are an actual monster. And well, I guess psychotic. I should say everyone, but probably 99% of women out there that knew about it. 99% of people we want to associate yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anybody normal, no. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, like, again, I had no idea that this was a thing. I've heard of many reconstruction surgery options. Would never have guessed that. And I uh, was a little bit mind blown. So felt it was the appropriate thing to talk about on our first I was today years old when I learned segment. Yes. And I'm so excited for the ones to come. So every week you'll bring some, I'll bring some. I guess you did this one. Should I do next one? I don't know how we'll formulate it yet. Yeah, we may do two and one. We may do alternating. May not even be every week. We'd love our listeners to send in theirs. Um, and we'll read them on the show. And uh, yeah, like we we just want to have some fun with this too and, and learn. Um, and learn new stuff. And New baffling fucking things. Exactly. <laughs> baffling. This one was baffling to me. Mind fucks. <laughs> totally. Um, so in keeping with like Kardashian talks, I also wanted to just talk about, of course, we can't go an episode without it. And you'd think we were like so <laughs> envious, but we're really not. I guess I'm jealous of their money. I can't lie. I wish I was well, rich like that. Also, it's like, I don't really particularly like like them or you know what i mean i don't not like i don't care the thing is we can't not like them because we don't know i know but it's not like i'm like oh i love the talent i don't like a lot of what they stand for specifically removing their vaginas but that's the thing i don't feel i don't feel bad about them for that either it's like do you guys if this is somehow you've all are self-made kajillionaires and i don't even know what you've been doing really it's clearly entertaining so like go on with your bad keep it up yeah (laughs) true but one thing i did want to point out and because we do talk a lot about this on the show too is mental health and um i know it's kind of simmered down um over the last like week or so but i found it interesting that different 
influencers, public figures, people with larger platforms um, on social as well as different celebrities spoke out about the Kanye and Kim situation. Um, Quick summary, obviously Kanye is not thrilled by Kim dating Pete Davidson. But who is? We don't. Also, why? But we'll get to that I know. Because he has a massive dick. It's the only explanation. No, he got Kate Beckinsale too. Like, come on. Okay. Well, we're not going down that road. Pete is a whole other conversation. But the what I'm my point is is that Kanye is very like outspoken on his Instagram and is very like clearly directing his messages to either Kim or Pete. And some of them are a little bit scary, like off-putting, um, concerning, and what I was saying is that there's people that are speaking out saying like these these posts and his comments and his approaches shouldn't be turned into memes. They shouldn't be the butt of the jokes. Um, and I kind of agree because I do think Kanye is mentally unstable and he is extremely, extremely wealthy. Therefore, he probably has a lot of power and I would be without a doubt if I was yeah exactly and calling out on his millions and millions uh like followed Instagram account to say like yell at Pete and Kim in the street and like you know almost in like a threatening way um is concerning because if he is mentally unwell and he's not getting help for whatever he like I don't know there's rumors to say that he's bipolar but like and that's no joke like that's a serious condition and it's not funny and um is he capable of doing harm is he capable of hurting people like there's well, also he might not children be, involved it's inciting the riots and the masses mm-hmm. when you call on or when you like direct people like he's been doing but um there was he this is the other thing he's doing like it's all we've been seeing witnessing is like emotional abuse on mm-hmm. his end to kim obviously we are not privy to what really goes on obviously we don't know what she says so i'm not going to pretend to know but i'm just saying what we've seen what he's posted it's emotionally abusive but in one of the interactions that he posted it was saying um she said this can get dangerous and pete could really get hurt and he says okay nobody hurt pete so he said it like that so he is fully aware of what's going on but what i also thought was a little funny and by funny, I mean interesting, and I don't know how to feel about it, is in one of Pete's monologues, I believe on Saturday Night Live, I don't know, I get my information from social media, I don't really know what any of these people really do, but he said, oh, Kanye, you're off your meds, get back on him, as a joke, you know, so he was picking fun at mental illness as well, you know. But to fact check that, I believe that was a skit prior to uh kate uh, to kim and pete being an item like i think that was like in 2018 or something yeah like when i the world first learned of kanye's um um, potential mental instability um that's i think even worse someone wants to fact check us on that but i'm pretty sure because i did see someone be like this didn't age well or this did age well or something that little uh, skit that he did that's kind of worse because i could see if he's firing back you know standing up for himself and and poking fun for that way but if he was being an asshole from the get-go not even having anything to do with kanye 
then that's kind of a dick move too. I don't, I don't well, agree I with any of this. Well, that's the whole point. This brings awareness because, like, look at Britney Spears. Obviously, we talk immensely about her on the show, and she's living her best life right now. But um, when she, like, had her breakdown and shaved her head and seemingly the way it was made to seem is that she had, like, attacked a paparazzi with an umbrella and, like, went crazy. That's That was sort of the headline, right? Britney Spears goes crazy. And it was a joke. It was, like, a huge joke. It was everywhere. It was on Saturday Night Live. It was on any, like, in part it of still the is. comedians. It could and still it be still quoted. Is. It's a stigma that she cannot escape. And she's, I've got to say, not doing herself any favors right now. But still love her and still glad she's free. I know. Um, but, like, the thing is, that sort of thing stays with you. And she was under such insane duress. And she's spoken out about it. And no, like, surprise, considering what she was going through at the time. But this was before, like, social media was even a thing, and it was made to be, like, such a huge, like, moment in the celebrity world, and and she cannot escape it. And it's so, I think with Kanye, though, like, he does kind of appear to potentially be threatening to, well, Kim and Pete and potentially himself. And, like, my thing is, there's children involved, and... They're clearly on social media, which is part of the reason Kanye's pissed at Kim. (laughs) Again, this is all what we see on social. So this is just like our opinions on what's actually just posted. But it just it's a concerning thing. And I've it stuck out to me because I've never I mean, there's lots of things that I felt like, oh, that's kind of not funny or maybe that shouldn't be talked about. But this one was really like, yeah, that's true. Like this is a man who's seemingly unwell and making very, very public threats and comments to millions of people like there is people that are crazy and if Kanye was like go kill Pete Davidson they maybe would like uh for sure there are, are super fans yeah fanatic fanat fanatical is what they are so of course that's why I like I would feel if I was him a little worried for sure of course Kanye could he probably doesn't even have to say it. Just not liking Pete could be damaging for him. You know what I mean? Not even say, go do it. But no, it is a it is a sticky situation. And, you know, at the bottom, at the end of the day, they are people. This is embarrassing or this is their private life. Like this, you know, it, it does suck. I, I know that it comes with the fame and it's all part of it. But people don't, it's hard to navigate a, a divorce, a breakup, of a family it's it's difficult especially when there is mental illness issues involved there's ego like it can't feel nice watching your wife rebound with fucking pete davidson i'm sorry but jesus and well she does not have the best track record with men and again just my opinion but like i do not get the appeal do you this is insane the beautiful women he's had sorry he's been with (laughs) so bad yeah well he like he definitely is punching above his weight with the every time it's getting bigger and bigger i'm like what the fuck i thought it was a fucking joke he's reached the top of the totem pole at this point like who's bigger than kim kardashian like no one well i was shocked by ariana i was shocked by only go down from here (laughs) i i don't even know what his down is because he's been with kate beckinsale like what it does not make sense to me. I've never understood this. I, it's a weird thing where my brain cannot compute. <laughs> Do you Same. agree? But 
I don't wish harm on him. And no, I, hope I wish Kanye nothing on him. Like, he is a nothing. I can't, like that's why I don't get it. But anyways, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I hope that people do kind of like see it for what it is and think, okay, like maybe this isn't the right thing um, to do because there could be people seriously like at risk of harm and the kids don't deserve it and like you said it's how difficult it is to navigate relationship issues with or without mental illness involved um when you're not even a celebrity or you're not a public figure and your whole life isn't displayed online for everyone to see so then be that person like i can't imagine and we obviously don't know what goes on behind the scenes but it just it was something that stuck out to me that I thought like, okay, like this makes me think before I post certain things or I laugh at things or make jokes about things because I wouldn't want that for me and my family. And, um, you know, I'm not turning into like any kind of prude or anything. I still think funny is funny, but I do think in this situation, it is one that people need to kind of like bow out of and hopefully they can resolve it within their family privately. It's one thing to laugh or whatever, but it, just don't go fucking kill Pete Davidson. <laughs> like, don't listen to Kanye and, and reach, go out of your way to hurt Pete Davidson. And then, we, you yeah, know, it's all that. fine again. <laughs> Everything will be okay. <laughs> yeah. So I will definitely, we will definitely talk more about mental illness on the show too. Yeah. And um, this was Lots fun. to come. This was fun to just like kind of get back, chat, fill you guys in. Um Unfortunately, like, we didn't have, like, crazy news to, like, tell you in terms of why we were off. Yeah, but we and you expecting to be. We just juiciness. Needed... Sorry. Yeah. We... I think, though, again, with mental illness, like, we were we were feeling things. Um, COVID definitely yeah. took effect on both of us. Everyone knows physically. what we mean, especially people yeah, living in Ontario. We just didn't have it. Like, we just couldn't get the energy to bring our true selves to the show, and we didn't want to just half-ass it quite and frankly it was the holiday so we could tell a lot of people were winding down you know everyone could tell it was another mm-hmm. holiday another COVID holiday season I, at work everyone was winding down it, it was it was just what we needed to reset and then we're coming back with a full bang for part two of season three <laughs> absolutely Good. Well put. And yeah, and now we want to bring the energy and we want to bring the excitement. We want to bring new amazing guests and we are very excited to be back and we really hope that our listeners will get involved in the show more and we can do some fun stuff, have some call-ins and um, so yeah, we do have lots of great stuff in store. Um, lots of sex talk as per usual, <laughs> our fave. And celebrity gossip, our two cents on absolutely everything, and just lots of fun. So lots hopefully of fun. everyone will stay tuned and um, enjoy the show along with us. Yeah, so until next time. Stay sexy and don't get hymen reconstruction. <laughs> you're sexy enough and you're sexy without it. And love your meaty vulva, because we do. Yeah, girls. And follow, follow us. <laughs> Follow us at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram. Drop us a DM, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. And just, like, reach out. However, DM us. We want to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.